Good morning. It's September 14th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Yesterday, Joe Biden celebrated the Inflation Reduction Act, and you have to believe he and his staff are tone deaf. But maybe there was a, a subliminal message in their celebration. James Taylor was there to sing Fire and Rain, which, if you know the song, it's about suicide and heroin. With the economy in a free fall and fentanyl flooding the border, I guess it was appropriate. And according to President Biden and his minions in the White House, inflation is being brought under control. Gas prices have dropped due to lessening demand, and they celebrate that. That drop in demand is due to several factors, including people changing their driving habits and the economic slowdown in China. Both have helped to force the price of gasoline downward. And the administration notes this, and they quickly take credit. They cited their policies and economic agenda as the major reasons for the drop in the price of a gallon of gas. They then begin to predict that inflation would start to taper off. Their friends in the media went along and wrote stories about praising the administration's effort to check inflation. The Washington Post even ran a story this week that the public was adjusting to inflation and high price of goods and it was less of a political issue. I got news for you. It is a political issue. Then bang comes the August inflation report and the numbers are anything but positive for Biden and his administration. Instead of trending downward, <coughs> The numbers showed that inflation ran at 8.6% from last August. And this was the, with the drop in gas prices factored in, so that means that other basic staples in life are skyrocketing. If you doubt that, then take a trip to the grocery store and you'll be in a lesson that will shock you. Democrats are trying to run on any issue they can but inflation. Abortion is the primary issue they are trumpeting to voters, and to some it resonates. But every American is feeling the pinch in their pocketbook and the solutions being offered by the administration are not working. They believe they can simply spend more in government programs, absolve people of student debt and other more freebies, and this will solve the problem. Hence the celebration of another $784 billion in a bill they passed last month. You might feel like you get some benefit from this type of policy, but in the long run, it will end up making you worse off than you are today. So what's driving inflation now that gas prices are down? If you live in the Northeast or any northern city, you're going to get a shock on your heating bill. While gas prices have dropped about 26%, still $2 higher than when Biden took office, the index for electricity in August jumped 15.8% from a year ago. And natural gas prices are on the rise as well. In fact, it is the increase in natural gas price that's fueling electricity increase since much electricity is generated by natural gas. The National Energy Assistance Directors Association, these are state organizations that help low-income people who get behind on their heating bills, predict that home heating costs will increase by 17.2% this winter. And don't look for any break. Energy prices are dictated by the world market, and with Russia cutting off natural gas supplies to Europe, the demand for liquefied natural gas has exploded. It will not be coming down anytime soon. I was at the grocery store today, and once again, I was shocked at some of the prices. Lettuce that used to be sold by the head is now being sold by the pound, which almost doubles the price. And this is causing a lot of angst in homes around the country. It means that shoppers have to be more diligent in what they're buying, and some of the things we may like in our diet are going to fall by the wayside. I looked at a chart today that showed what items had increased in prices, and here are some of the numbers. Snacks are up 16.5%. Probably not going to be buying as many potato chips. Fats and oils, things we use to cook, are up 25%. Dairy products, up 16%. Frozen vegetables, 11%. And canned vegetables, 16%. Peanut butter, 
a staple in every household with children, is up 16%. Rice and pasta, 15.6%. And soups, sometimes we go to those in tough economic times, they're up 18%. And this list could go on and on. Many of the things are items that we rely on our diet. But it's just not food. Other items are soaring as well. Newspapers and magazines, up 11%. Pet products, up 14%. Tobacco and cigarettes, up 11%. Maybe somebody will give up the habit. Stationary supplies, 9%. Again, this list go on, but they're not coming down. And just when you thought you'd absorb the pricing crisis caused by inflation, you take a look at your income and you find that it's not going up. It's a double whammy on your lifestyle. For the second consecutive year, wages and salaries have been basically flat, and in some jobs, they've declined. This is a time where employers are scrambling to find workers, so you would think that the amount they pay employees would be rising faster than inflation, or at least the same rate. But the problem is, while the administration tells you we're gaining jobs, they don't tell you what we're gaining is part-time jobs. And those aren't the jobs that pay the salaries we need. And finally, one of the groups that's being hit the hardest are senior citizens, those 65 and older, and that's me. Most of them are on fixed incomes, and they're losing ground to inflation. Now, they expect to see an increase in Social Security come January, but at the current rate of inflation, it will not get them any more buying power, and they may lose some of it. The result of this is you can expect the Federal Reserve to increase interest rates by another 75 basis points, and some say by 100 basis points, and that will slow down the economy, heading us into a recession. You have to feel sorry for young families who thought this was the year they could finally buy their first home, only to have that dream dashed on the rocks of high mortgage rates. Rates that were just under 3% are now going to be double at just over 6 And basically, that doubles the amount you owe in a monthly mortgage payment. And then they get kicked in the teeth once again with rents increasing faster than inflation. The national median rent increased by a record-setting 17.6% in, in 2021. When you go to vote this year, I hope you remember who brought you this record inflation with their prolific government spending programs. Anytime you inject trillions of dollars into the economy, you can expect prices to start climbing, and there's nothing you can do about it. But Democrats believe they can spend the better off you, what more they spend, the better off you're going to be. Let's vote them out and show them that's not true. It's been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.